wisdom that will set you free. Welcome to Mystic FM. Join us on a voyage of spiritual discovery. Welcome everyone to the Mystic FM radio show, brought to you by the Ethereum Society's New Zealand branch, which is based in Birkenhead on Auckland's North Shore. My name's Julian Rosser, and we're currently running a series of shows in which we take a look at a very special book called The Nine Freedoms, and look at a different one of these in each show. This week, we look at the eighth freedom, which is Saturnian Existence. Mystic FM is produced by the New Zealand branch of the Ethereus Society, a worldwide spiritual organization with centers in Europe, North America, Africa, and Australasia. We were founded in 1955 by a Western master of yoga, Dr. George King, who passed on in 1997. The Ethereus Society are the custodians of a vast amount of spiritual teaching given by beings from this world and beyond, which were received through the yogic mediumship of Dr. King. We are a practical organization that holds regular services to send out spiritual power through prayer and mantra to help our suffering world. The society's motto is service is the jewel in the rock of attainment. So what are the Nine Freedoms? Well, they are a series of spiritual teachings that outline the steps humanity needs to take as we evolve. They were given in 1961 by a cosmic master known as Mars Sector 6 and were given as transmissions which were delivered through the yogic mediumship of Dr. George King, who was the founder of the Ethereum Society and a very advanced master of yoga who passed on in 1997. Each of these transmissions are the result of Dr. King going into a positive somatic yogic trance, a state which is very rare for anyone to be able to attain. And while in this state, he was overshadowed by Mars Sector 6. And this great master then spoke using Dr. King's voice to deliver these profound teachings to humanity. The nine freedoms are in order. Firstly, bravery, with which, without which nothing of any value can be achieved. Then secondly comes love, the great creative force behind the whole of creation. And the third freedom is service, which is love in practical action. And through service we can gain the fourth freedom, enlightenment, a very elevated state. From there we progress on until we are able to achieve cosmic consciousness, which is a full rise of the power known as Kundalini, and where one is able to experience the oneness of all things. Once we can attain cosmic consciousness at will, 
we are then ready for the great initiation of ascension, which is the sixth freedom, and where we are able to break forever from the cycle of reincarnation. And after this initiation, we are able to leave the classroom called Earth and move on to a higher sphere of learning in the seventh freedom, which is interplanetary existence. Then after a time, we gain the eighth freedom, Saturnian existence, Saturn being the most highly evolved planet in our solar system. And from there, countless lifetimes into the future, we eventually reach the ninth freedom, solar existence. So these are nine doors through which all of humanity must pass as we evolve. And of course it doesn't stop there. Evolution goes on and on. Now when the nine freedoms were given, they were recorded. And the recordings of these transmissions are available for purchase from our website, as are the transcriptions, which together with the commentary from Dr. King, form the book called The Nine Freedoms. These are all available from the Ethereum Society's website, that is the book, the CDs of the transmissions themselves, as well as the CDs of the lectures of, on these subjects by Dr. King. So check out the Ethereum Society's website, ethereus.org, or also the Nine Freedoms website, which is www.thenninefreedoms.org. That's thenninefreedoms.org, nine as in the word nine. In our last show, we talked about the seventh freedom, interplanetary existence. This week, we delve into the eighth freedom, Saturnian existence. So I'd now like to introduce Olev Solberg, who will be sharing with us what the nine freedoms have to say about this subject. Thank you, Julian. Yes, indeed. Today we are moving from interplanetary existence to the lofty heights of Saturnian existence. This level of initiation is so advanced that while it makes a fascinating study, it can be difficult to comprehend that beings such as these really exist. And you may quite rightly think to yourself, how can knowledge such as this be of any use to us mere mortals on Earth? This information was given to us by the cosmic being that we refer to as Mars Sector 6. By studying other teachings coming from Mars Sector 6, you will start to appreciate that here you are dealing with an ancient being of tremendous knowledge and wisdom. At that point, you may come to the conclusion that this is a being that would know, beyond any shadow of doubt, that this is the right time for mankind to learn about life on Saturn. Mankind seems to consider itself as being at the leading edge of evolution in creation. He finds it difficult to imagine that there is life out there that is vastly more advanced than itself. One unfortunate consequence of this is that humanity seems to be quite arrogant when it ventures down the various paths of exploration and development, showing little appreciation for the consequences this may have on the Earth and mankind as a whole, and indeed the solar system.
One possible benefit of learning about the vastly superior evolutionary status of Saturnian existence could be to help us to get a concept of our own true evolutionary status, not only on this earth, but within our solar family. This way we may become less ignorant of the greater whole, become more humble and wise. We may start to align our own existence with the greater spiritual laws within which we and everything else exists. I would now like to play an extract from Mars Sector 6 in the Eight Freedom. Here he gives a very simple and clever illustration of mankind's evolutionary development compared to, for example, the Saturnians. The wheel turned twice and consciousness was born. The wheel turned a four times and consciousness evolved. Up to interplanetary levels, the wheel turned a 1,980 times and consciousness was evolved up to secondary Saturnian level. The wheel turned 9,458 times and consciousness was evolved up to primary Saturnian level. Take this into the silence with you. You will be better when you come out of it. So now we have some concept of how much more evolved they are compared to us. And by now I'm sure you are curious to learn what the beings on Saturn are like. Let us listen to an extract from a lecture Dr. King gave regarding this freedom, Saturnian existence. Here he details the nature and abilities of the Saturnian masters, even revealing what is the most evolved shape or form that the humanoid can have within this solar system. Such a one has a still body which moves not. Well, I've given a description of, of one of the lords of Saturn, I think, many, many times. It has a still body, shaped rather like a huge incandescent egg, which is the most, the highest shape for a human form, for any form, as far as we know, in this solar system has a huge body rather like a large incandescent egg and that body does not move at all. In other words, it has a still body. It virtually means here that it 
doesn't move from that one fixed position for hundreds of thousands of years. That's where it's lodged. But such a one is capable of a division of consciousness which allows it to inhabit up to 1,860 positions in the time-space continuum at one and the same instant. In fact, some of the perfects are able to double this feat. Livestream able to inhabit 1,860 bodies at the same time in full consciousness. In other words, it could inhabit a block of bodies on Venus, Mars, uh, Earth, and probably in other parts of the Milky Way, uh, which is our galaxy, at one and the same time and be fully and absolutely conscious of what is happening to each body at the same time because it's virtually controlling them from a body which does not move, or in other words, a still body. You see, such a one has rejected all movement, therefore it's capable of all movement. It's one of these parodies of truth, again. You see, it's a certain fact that the thing that you reject, that is the thing you have poured at your feet. And this is the thing. I, the first in this country ever to introduce this kind of teaching, it has never been introduced before, the capabilities of a person from Saturn, Indeed, I stand the first in the world ever to be given this information. Previous to this, there was some idea of, of greatness on Saturn, but nobody had ever had information which tied it down and could describe it, and which could say it can inhabit 1860 bodies at the same time. It's the first time it's ever been given to the, to the world. That's one of the reasons why the Aetherius Society was born, so that new type of information like this could be given to mankind. Not even the so-called yogis have ever given this type of information, or not even did they know it. Must always be a first time, I suppose. Don't think I'm happy about this thing, because look at the responsibility it puts on me. However, that's it. Now, we're told that some of the perfects can double this feat, some of, of the greater one may be the inner core of the twelve, because there's an inner core, inner core of twelve. Maybe the inner core of the twelve, we're told, can double this feat, which means inhabit 3,600 bodies at one and the same instant. This is a gigantic feat. It goes way above anything that you can ever read in science fiction. Even the science fiction boys have never thought of anything like this because it sounds too absurd. Well, to we feeble people, it does sound absurd, but it is so. And these bodies, by the way, can be entirely different. I mean, one can be a tree and the other could be uh, a high, highly elevated master, you see. So that's kind of something to think about. There is a tremendous amount of deep occult teaching within the Eighth Freedom, Saturnian existence. There is unfortunately not enough time to explore all of these in a show like this. We can recommend though that you check out some of the website links, literature and audios recommended at the end of this show. 
Instead, we will reveal some more information about what life on Saturn is like by turning to a book called Life on the Planets. This book is based on information given to Dr. King from the inhabitants of the various planets themselves. This will hopefully help you to gain some further insights into life upon Saturn. So now I would like to read to you from the life of the planets. This information was given to Dr. King from Mars Sector 6. Beneath the surface of the planet Saturn there is all light. The light radiates from the bodies of the masters of Saturn who live among the general inhabitants of the planet itself. These inhabitants come from many, many planets and take residence upon the planet Saturn in order to gain experience, in order to receive high cosmic initiations, in order to be bathed in the light of the masters from Saturn, so that when they deserve it, they can sit at the feet, as you would call it, of the perfects. When one has reached this stage, one can travel to another more backward planet and become a master a teacher among the people of this planet, whichever, whichever planet the perfects decided. Now you see, the Holy Twelve are the cosmic masters who are directly responsible to the great masters of the Sun. These Holy Twelve are the ones who manipulate the higher aspects, who bring their mental psychic and psycho-spiritual pressures to bear upon all other life streams in the solar system. Beneath the Holy Twelve are the cosmic masters of the planet itself. These are the great teachers and advisors of the solar system. These ones who travel to the different planets, not only in this solar system, but to other parts of the galaxy, give the great wisdom. It is because of the love of these masters that Terra had such masters as Jesus, Buddha and Sri Krishna. These masters work in close conjunctions with the mighty lords of karma. There is no transport of any kind upon Saturn, for the masters of Saturn do not ever move from one place. They can, when they see fit, fabricate many different bodies for themselves and live in many different places at one and the same time. They have walked the earth looking like earthmen. They have walked on Jupiter looking like Jupiterians. They have walked on Pluto and looked like Plutonians. They have walked Mars and looked like Martians, but in every case, if you looked far enough, you would see an intangible, almost mysterious difference. That difference, dear friends, is the result of aeons of service. With the exception of one great temple upon Saturn, there are no more buildings on the surface. Each master remains in one position, and when he is performing metaphysical operations, it becomes necessary for him to damp his great power. So he then thinks around himself, various crystals which have very definite shapes. So from Saturn came the great science of shape power that we practice upon Mars. So after I have listened to the lecture extract from Dr. King, and also from the book Life on the Planets, we now have a better idea of the tremendous advancement at the Saturnian level and of the inhabitants themselves. We also have got an idea 
of where mankind is on the evolutionary scale. You may wonder though, what has all this to do with freedom? Why is this called the Nine Freedoms? I would now like to play another extract from Dr. King's lecture to throw some light on this. Such a one is not limited because of limitation. To reject it all movement, it's totally limited all movement, therefore it has all movement. Again, one of these strange parodies. You see, you can never get freedom while you use free will. Never in a thousand years can you, or a thousand lives can you. You have to learn to give up free will in order to gain freedom. Here we have something else. Such a one is not limited because of limitations which is imposed upon itself. In other words, it's limited itself to work exactly according to divine law, and that is a limitation. That in itself is a limitation. In, in the annals of philosophy, it must be. If you say, I will only do that which, for instance, supposing any one of you were to say, I will discontinue all practices, all actions, unless those actions and practices have been laid down by Buddha or, or Jesus. You would be immediately imposing tremendous limitation upon yourself, but you would get freedom. That's it. I, I, you, can you see this point? It's a point which only the deepest occult schools ever bring up, and only the deepest occult schools ever begin to, it ever comes before them because the others are trying to cross an ocean, you see, by paddling on the beach. <laughs> the name's King if you quote me. <laughs> Such a one has great freedom because it has rejected all freedom. It has given everything up to service. That's it. Right down a straight and narrow road which has been dictated, dictated, I don't mean any half measures, I mean dictated by its masters, even greater beings than itself has said, that's the road, and that's the road it goes on. So it has, it's given up everything else, therefore it's got everything else, you see. So far we have made many references to information relayed to us by Master Six, speaking through Dr. King. I now would like to finish this show by reading a message relayed to us from a Lord of Saturn, as this can further help us to appreciate these beings. This message, or transmission as we usually call them, is called the One Energy. It was delivered in 1957 on November 23rd. The One Energy a transmission from Saturn. Today's dreams can only become tomorrow's manifestation if the dreamer acts in love. For this energy is all in all, and all in all that. There is really but one energy in the system. This energy has many octaves of manifestation. 
the same energy which drives the sun through space makes the heart of small man beat. The same energy which, used by the divine essence, becomes all that which is manifested, makes the small man's heart beat. The same energy which holds a million worlds in the vastness of all space is the same energy which makes small man's heart beat. If you go into this heart and use this most wonderful energy, you can contact the vastness of all things. The light which in invisibility travels through all space is the same light which shineth in small man's soul. The light which becoming before a sun doth light that is the same light which shineth in small man's soul. The light which travelling through millions of worlds coming right from the very heart of the divine essence is the same light which shineth in small man's soul. Go within, contact this light, and extend through space and timelessness to that dimension where dwelleth unmodified peace. When you stand, O man, as man, in the hall of judgment, you look upon this love energy, this light energy, and see your failings, and in mercy goeth to that river wherein you fell. So, if this brief introduction to the eighth of the nine freedoms, Saturnian existence, has stirred up some curiosity in you to find out more, remember that there is plenty more information readily available to you, should you wish to further investigate this fascinating topic. So that's a great insight into Saturnian existence. Thanks, Olaf. Now, the nine freedoms, as given by the cosmic master Mars Sector 6, are, of course, a very vast topic, and we can't hope to do justice to them within the confines of this show. So if you would like to find out more about anything we've talked about, then you can do so at the website thenninefreedoms.org. That's thenninefreedoms.org, nine being the word nine. And there you'll find lots to read, podcasts to listen to, and you can also purchase the audio recordings of the transmissions as well as the book. And there's also an ebook available from iTunes, Google Play, Kobo, and Amazon Kindle. In our next show, we move on to the last of the nine freedoms, solar existence. This is where an intelligence becomes a part of the mighty sun itself. Not the essential life of the sun, but its very radiations. Needless to say, this is millions upon millions of lifetimes away, and it is a state so advanced as to be completely beyond our comprehension. But nevertheless, Mars Sector 6 does give us a brilliant and tantalizing glimpse of this extremely exalted state, a state which is the destiny, however distant, of all of us. 
Spiritual advancement is all about service. And this is the common thread that runs through each of the nine freedoms. And the sun is the living embodiment of service, giving light and life to the whole of the solar system. And so in our next show, we'll conclude our study of the nine freedoms by gaining an insight into the ninth freedom, solar existence. Thank you for listening to Mystic FM, brought to you by the Aetherius Society. Tune in next time for more cosmic spirituality, because it is wisdom that sets you free. Thank you.